listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This episode 323 for February 11th, 2021. This week, we talk about Instagram reels, vinyl records, dry eyelids, Girl Scout cookies, social media, and framing Britney Spears. So stick around for the show. show. One, two, three, clap. Uh, I know. I'm going to start this off with Joe's Uh favorite subject. Guess. The weather? Guess the temperature outside currently in Missoula, Montana. Negative 10. No, but close. It's actually one. One above zero. Ooh. Do you know that's my ideal temperature? Just to survive? Just to, well, I barely survive with that. I need it actually lower. Okay. But I feel best. I feel good around one degrees. I see. For for all the international uh, listeners, it's negative 17 Celsius out right now. One degree Fahrenheit, which actually isn't that cold for like Montana standards. They're a part of Montana because we got this like huge cold snap, lots of snow. It's finally winter here. It only took, you know, three extra goddamn months. Digging in with the weather. Well, I know it's your favorite thing. So, you know, I, I yeah, thought I'd, I'd just dig in sure. a little bit more. Um, but there are parts of Montana that were like negative 35 this week, which is insane. Sounds lovely. Sounds like my ideal spring weather. Mm-hmm. I, it's 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 a, like one of those situations where um, like some atoms like can only be like witnessed or looked at at like almost absolute zero. And that's you. Like you can only. Which atoms? Adam. Adam, Adam Corolla. Yeah, Adam Adam Lambert. Mm-hmm. Those, <laughs> those Adam Adams. Lambert. I don't know. It's the only Adam that came up. So how's 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 DC? How's the DC weather? I know we all. I'm just on the edge of my oh, seat. You know. Well, let me stop checking my email because that's what I was doing while you were mm-hmm. talking about the weather. Um, yeah. it's fine. It's been snowy and rainy, and that's my favorite. So well, good. I mean, honey, it's- but I'm just not happy. Sam, I'm not happy. Okay, well, uh, welcome to the hour (laughs) therapist session for Joe. But Sam, I just am not happy. What is it this time? What did I do? Let me tell you a little, let me tell you a little, let me tell you a little something. So you started your retinol journey Mm -hmm. and I am 10 years into mine looking amazing. You're, of course, trying to peel back the layers. Honey, Um, I'm the layers. It's not it's not peeling. It's ripping. I'm ripping (laughs) back the layers. Praying there's something decent underneath. We're ice picking. Yes. Um, Okay. Let me tell you. Okay. On the back of your retinol, on the back of your retinol, it definitely says something like, stay clear of your eyes, please. Oh, yeah. Because let me tell you. Yeah. You should adhere to that warning. Uh Oh, Joe's blind. Because let me tell you something that they don't tell you. Okay, so you know I've been having the eye problem in the left eye. It's the uh, Calaision. Calaision? Who? Amelie? It's, okay, so your oil gland inside your eyelid gets like clogged up and then there's like a bump on your eyelid. And it usually takes like a month to go away. I thought that was just called which a Which is sty. what MD tells me. No, 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 no. This was never a sty. Okay. It was never a sty. Okay, we are, we are jumping to that conclusion. Excuse me. She was never a sty. Mm-hmm. Bill okay. Nye the science sty. <laughs> and, and so that's been there for about three weeks. It's finally starting to go away. But you know what? It's dumb old me was like, maybe retinol will help this. How close were you like getting your retinol towards your eye? Well, I wasn't even doing much. I was like doing it all over my face and like as I regularly do. And I usually avoid like from eyebrows down and like bottom of eyes up. You yeah. Know? I don't because it it dries it out. Right. But after I would do, was doing it on my face, I was like tapping my eyelids. I was like, let's just get the remnants of it there. Maybe that'll loosen something up. Maybe that'll help something. Honey, no. loosen, loosen those eyeballs out of that fucking socket. That's what it's going to do. What I have discovered through some internet research after waking up <laughs> to more eye problems. It's almost like is- you were the cause of your own <laughs> demise. <laughs> <laughs> but that may be how the Khaleesi owner would ever got there in the first place. Hmm. But it was me being sloppy with my retinol. Uh, the internet, this, I noticed a, what I thought was a little style on my other eye after a couple of days of doing this. And She's I was like, migrating to the other eye. Something's not right here. Mm. This I'm Googling and it was like, yeah, like retinols can like dry out your eyelids and can dry up those oil glands, make them styes. Oh my God, that world's best cheeses truck just drove by. Oh my <gasps> God, is this Damn. a sign? The one that was my cheese of the week, like a few months ago, it just drove past the window. Is it the one that we posted on Patreon? Patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Yes. My day just turned around. Honey. We just did a 180. 
Well, the thing is, is I'm surprised you could even see the fucking world's best cheese truck because uh, allegedly your eyes are about to jump out of your fucking head. <laughs> They're okay, over it. So, yeah, don't put the retinol on your eyelids for sure, because it's not like quite a sty, but it's definitely like for a couple of days I was noticing my eyelid was really dry and I was like, what is with my eyes? It turns out I'm the problem. Honey, spoiler alert, every problem you've ever had, it's probably a you problem. It's my brain problem, probably. Well, look, here, here's the but, thing. I feel like I, you're getting sloppy. You know, you're you're just you're getting. I am. Well, and I you're quarantine the, you're, is making me go there, Sam. Quarantine's making me think I can fix these problems. I don't need the doctor in a pandemic. Oh my god, honey, she's. I don't she, need this to go to the dermatologist. She's just. She's. You know, it's all witchcraft now. She and can now, take care of herself. if I had Googled, if I had, you know, heeded the warning on the mm. retinol labels. The, the, the sty is already once like yesterday, once I realized that was the problem, I used my sty cream, which is like the ointment stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's already basically gone. But just, you know, I know as a retinol baby, I just want you to know we're st- I'm still making mistakes 10 years in and I just want to pass the wisdom. It can happen to, to anyone. It can happen to you. Well, it's interesting because that's the thing that you've been doing this for so long. I was like, that sounds like a rookie mistake, babe. I know. Well. It's on the label. It's on it's, the label. Yeah, they yeah they do say, and they make specific like creams, like eye creams in general, right? That if they if it does have a retinol in it, it's like very low percentage because the skin around oh, your know. eyes and your eyelids is papery. It's, it's literally paper mache. It's it's literally what tissue paper, tissue paper thin. Literally, yeah. You close your eyes, you can still see light. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Yeah. So you so <laughs> you you think that this this is like the root of your of your problem for your eyes? Um, I'm I'm not entirely sure. I think my contacts actually messed started the issue with the left eye mm. with the Kalazion. Kalazion. You just we're like never gonna say it right. Word. I don't even want anyone to comment on it. We're never gonna <laughs> say it right. Do you understand me? It's right. not happening. No comment. I please. think that may have been the issue initially with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta get that LASIK, Sam. Girl, you talk about it every week. I swear to God. I love how you say every week and it's been like two weeks. I know, but two weeks is far more than it should have been. <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh. Well, I'm glad that you're, anyway. able to see, you're, you're able to see the light. You're able to see Jesus. Congratulations. Thanks. I'm glad to, you know, it's always kind of fulfilling when you figure out what the problem is Girl. with something in your life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I've been trying to block you and it just my phone won't let me. I'm trying to solve the problem. And God is like, no, you cannot block this man. Let me tell you. I, when what was it, you, when was it last week? I said, if you're, what were you, five minutes late? Mm-hmm. I said, you don't call me in one minute. I'm throwing, I'm blocking you and throwing my phone out the window. And I waited a minute and I called him and he still picked up. <laughs> he, he gave me an out and I took it and he lied. That was your warning. That oh, was your warning out. But yeah, so we're actually, we're recording this on Thursday. I'm going to see if I can actually edit and publish it on Thursday because yesterday, Wednesday, the day we're supposed to record, my computer blew up. So I had to like reinstall my operating system. It was a whole mess. I was panicking. Joe was like, shut up. Let's just do it tomorrow. And so here we are. I fixed the problem. Like you said, the problem was me. I did something stupid and I had to fix my problem and it took me all day. So now we're here. We're queer. um, And I got a package in the mail because it is, in fact, Girl Scout cookie season. And I was curious. Oh, what'd you get? Well, I, I, I would definitely have talked about Girl Scout cookies in the past. I love supporting our local Girl Scouts. I'd rather buy Girl Scout cookies than stale ass fucking Boy Scout popcorn. Don't at me. That shit is disgusting. I'm not. Okay. I I don't like it. You need to shut up. I don't like it. First of all. Any. any, No, 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 no. Okay. The rest of it, garbage. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I agree. But. The chocolate covered popcorn. It is like the only place you can get chocolate covered popcorn. That is is true. But it's I, and some, it is good, and you you don't have to worry about being stale because it's encased in chocolate. It preserves it. It's like I, mummified. I absolutely agree with you on that because there's nothing I hate more than prepackaged popcorn. It always tastes stale to me. I don't like it. I'm not here for it. It well, just it tastes like it's a hundred years old, and I can't. I'm not here. I can't support that. I agree, but I'll still eat it. However, mm-hmm. I don't eat popcorn anymore. We know, so I don't enjoy did, that anymore. Did you have an incident? Well, no, popcorn's one of the worst things you can eat for your stomach. Honey, maybe that's the reason why I have so many. Hmm. Yeah, oh. last time I ate popcorn, projectile vomited. I mean, girl, that's with you in most food. 
It was, I mean, awful. Every time I eat popcorn, my stomach hurts. And then I Googled it and it was like, yeah, it's one of the worst foods you can eat for your stomach. (laughs) Yeah, it's not very good for you. Yeah, and don't put retinol on your eyes. Don't put retinol on your popcorn and then eat it. (laughs) Okay. Oh my God, preserve you from the inside out. Right. Oh my God, get that vitamin A. Shed that inner lining of your stomach, honey. Disgusting. Also, the Boy Scouts are... Um, homophobic, transphobic, and they're misogynistic. And so I'd much rather support... Are the Girl Scouts not? They're, I feel like they're much better because the Girl Scouts are are allowing like um, like trans girls in. I and thought the, the Boy Scouts were now. I thought the Boy Scouts changed to the, just the Scouts. Um, and now it's everybody. Well, yeah, but that's just because the, they're trying to rebrand because so many like Boy Scout leaders turned out to be pedophiles. Oh. Anyway. You were Boy Scouts, weren't you? I was not. I absolutely wasn't. I'm so glad I wasn't. I had many a friend that were in Boy Scouts. And so sometimes I got like invited to like Boy Scout things to feel included. And I hated every minute of it. Regardless, I got my Girl Scout cookies in the mail because you can mail order them. You could actually do this last year, but now they have it like streamlined. Go to their website. You type in your zip code and you can order from your local troop and it supports your local troop. And it's awesome. But I was curious. Some people hate Girl Scout cookies and some people love them. And I couldn't remember what side of the aisle you were on. Are you a, are you pro Girl Scout cookies or are you do you think they're disgusting? Well, let me tell you how I'm feeling today. Okay. Because you know it's going to change every day. I'm going to have a different opinion, different podcast, and it's going to be wildly one way or wildly the other way. Absolutely today, manic. Today I hate all boxed cookies. Okay. I think every cookie that comes prepackaged in a box is trash. Okay. Bang the gavel, trash. Okay. That's the verdict. I think they all taste like chalk. I mean, you're not They're not wrong. moist. They are not yeah. moist. <laughs> well, they do taste like different flavored chalk, though. And I will say Girl Scout cookies are some of the least repugnant tasting chalk cookies. Also, I just love you saying chalk because you put the L in there. And I appreciate that. Chalk. Chalk. How do you say it? Chalk with no L. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, I, I like supporting the local Girl Scouts, even if their cookies are, you know, mediocre at best. I feel like in or- I feel like they're more enjoyable if you have something like warm to drink with them to kind of, you know, moisten them up a little bit. Regardless, she got Samoas, she got Thin Mints. That's what she got because those are the top ones and I'm not a Tagalog person. I'm not Didn't a- they have to change the names of some of them? Well, the the story is that Girl Scout cookies are actually baked by two different baking companies. One is ABC Bakers, and the other one is Little Brownie Bakers. And depending on where you live, um, you'll get a slightly different product because um, Samoas are what um, Little Brownie Baker calls them. But if if your package is made by ABC Bakers, then they're called um, Caramel Delights, and they're they are slightly different. So I don't know if they changed them, but like my Girl Scout cookies, like the little brownie bakers, they're still called Tagalogs and stuff like that. But there's a whole conspiracy around like the the dual bakeries for Girl Scout cookies. Regardless, um, if you can support your local Girl Scout troop, um, they're great. Give give girls more responsibility. I don't know. And can I just say, I would like to distance myself from all small children. That as well. But I actually don't know anything about the... I remember, though, that there was a change in the Boy Scouts at some point where they, like, finally let LGBTQ or something in. I think they were forced to do that. I don't think they willingly wanted that. Well, the churches, some of the churches in Arkansas who used to let the Boy Scouts gather there were like, you've got to find somewhere else now. Is there a gay in this troop? God, can't can't let them in. They'll burn up as soon as they enter this church. Yeah, basically. But anyway, I was a Boy Scout when I was little. Well, okay, there's are, are Cub Scouts different than Boy Scouts? No, that's just the first rung of the ladder. It's like Cub Scout, Wolf, Bear. I don't remember if it's which comes first, Bear, Wolf, and then like Eagle. Oh, Weeblo. I got to Weeblo. Who? Yeah, Weeblo Scout. Girl, I don't know what that is. All I know is that if these motherfuckers were surprised that they were letting LGBT people in with the names Bear, Wolf, Cub, come on. Let me show you a secret. I'm gay. And I was in Boy Scouts. And and honey, it was the twist of the century. My dad was our scout leader. And he's gay, so. <laughs> he's gay. <laughs> no, it was, uh, there were just like, I don't know, five of us or so. Mm-hmm. We weren't very active. And whenever we went camping, I was the only one who went because my dad was the leader. And so I like I just had to go. Right. You were and ob- I was obligated. the only one who went. So it was just me and my dad camping. Mm-hmm. 
That could be fun. Some father-son bonding time. No. Okay. No. You'd be wrong <laughs> to think that. We went camping at a 7-Eleven. I don't like... You camp, don't you? I do. I mean, I, I don't... I don't camp unless it's with my parents. Like, camping... You glamp? For, I, I mean, it's not real. I mean, they have, like, a trailer and stuff, and they're old, so it's not like they're... Oh. It's not like we're, we're like, tent camping. I did a lot of that when I was growing up. But, like, roughing it, I only... But really, that was just your house. Right. It was just my... It was just a just a cloth and little sticks, you know? Sure. I like don't re- your... Uh, yes. I don't really camp unless it's with my parents. It's like a... It's like a family thing. Like, I, I don't go camping with, like, friends or... Well, you have to have friends in order to go camping with other friends. But it's a very... I don't know. It's something that I do with my parents. It's like, it's a family activity that we always do together. So it always makes me think of my fam. But, yeah, like, we go out to and camp in places. But they're older now, so it's more glamping. There's a toilet in their, you know, in their camper. There's a stove. Um, but it's still fun. Love the great outdoors, you know? And I wasn't even a Boy Scout. So... Anyway. Well, you grew up in the middle. Well, I didn't grow up with neighbors either, but I feel like I might have been a little closer to civilization. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I need to go visit where you grew up. I need I, to it's, it's, learn more about you. It's funny because I grew up in a subdivision with neighbors. <laughs> really? Yeah. I grew up in a subdivision oh. with neighbors. I lived like two or three blocks away from my elementary school. I would walk there in the morning with my sister sometimes. And I would always walk home from school. And then, like, when I was in middle school, it was farther away. And then high school, I had to drive in. Yeah, I, I actually had neighbors and a neighborhood. And stuff. like, I, I makes it seem like that I grew up on the top of a snowy peak in the middle of nowhere. But no, I and I, actually, we lived on a corner. And across the corner was a water treatment facility that we called the poop plant. And so it always smelled like poop, which is why it, it made me the person I am today. Wow. It -hmm. just explains so much. It really does. Our upbringing really shapes us. I didn't have I didn't have neighbors until I was an adult. We got water out of a well. Right. Like you were literally Little House on the Prairie. My parents used to let us run around the yard, poop and poop in the yard. That cannot be true. That is 100 percent true. Girl, no wonder why you yard and throw it over the fence. You are riddled with diseases. It was like a tree farm on the other side of the fence. It wasn't people. We didn't have neighbors. Well, I hope you weren't throwing your poop at people. No, we weren't throwing our poop at people. I don't know. if it, I don't remember if we threw it over the fence or we just threw it around. That just sounds like a very family activity in Arkansas. Everyone shits but in now the I yard and then we, then we scoop it up with our hands and we throw it <laughs> over the fence. It seems like a very... But now I don't get sick, so... Right, because you've had every disease known to man, so now you're immune. That bacteria was just living in my body. Honey, she was living... <laughs> I hate us. Um. Anyway, do you want an article? Please, anything. Okay, so did you hear about... Okay, I don't really use Instagram anymore. I kind of stopped using Instagram when you got more into it. <laughs> when you got back into it. You were I like, was like, I know it's dead. Yeah, if Sam's here, it's dead. <laughs> it's over. I got to move on to something else. I was like, else. I got to go. Yeah. I, know, I know that the side is dead. She's got to go. Um, no, I just haven't... Ever since they switched to the reels button being on the bottom, I just am so mad about it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't, I know I don't have to look at it, but I just hate it. It just know? makes you mad. It's it just, makes you angry. It's just annoying. It's just stupid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the, that's the direction Instagram's trying to go in. Right. And so they uh, have said this week, let me see, they are going to the algorithm won't promote reels that have a TikTok watermark. So people who are just like posting their TikToks onto Instagram reels. They're going to get like blacklisted. It's not going to promote them. Alleged, that's, I'm getting this from The Verge. Mm-hmm. Um, and but the, that is just sounds so dumb because literally reels were stolen from TikTok. Right. And 95% of every reel that I see on, on Instagram is was originated on TikTok. So it's like yes. they're they're trying to like... Make it so people use reels originally. Stop trying to make reels happen. It's not going to happen. Oh, sorry, I'm gassy. Um, let's see. Someone from Instagram said people have a quote less sa- satisfying reels experience when content is recycled from other apps or is blurry. So it's going to start de-emphasizing that content in its recommendation software. I think that's bullshit. They just want you to create it in Instagram. Right. Exactly. Now, yeah. I was reading. 
Oh, go on. Oh, I was going to say, it's almost like if you if you have like three different companies copy the exact idea of one, then instead of create of people creating original content on each individual platform, they make one video, post it to another, and then recycle to every other platform because they're literally all copies of the same thing. It's almost yes, like that's just a bad post it. Yeah, it's almost like that's a bad business decision to start copying everything else that everyone else is doing. I will say the only thing that I think made sense for Instagram to do is stories and right. which they stole from Snapchat. Yes. I feel like that made sense because it was already about photos. Right. It, absolutely. And people I feel like people um, use Instagram stories way more than people on Snapchat use or that that they would on Snapchat using Snapchat stories. So I feel like Instagram stories is Snapchat stories, but for like adults. I could, yeah, I could kind of see that. I don't, I don't, never mind. I don't know. Anyway, okay. the, what I was, here's the thing. Here's the twist. Mm-hmm. So I was reading from, uh, someone from India was saying they kind of rely on Instagram reels to see TikToks because TikTok is banned oh, in India. Oh, that's right. I forgot so that TikTok was banned in India. They were watching like all of the GameStop stuff, TikToks on Instagram and getting the content from there. So now they're like, great, that's not going to be promoted. We don't have any tie to seeing what's trending on TikTok anymore. Well, it's fine because they can just go to Twitter and watch Twitter fleets because those are all reposts from fucking... Oh my God. Twitter fleets really crashed and burned. It was so fun for about 25 minutes and then everyone, no one uses it. No, it's just blank at the top of mine. But like, I still want disappearing tweets. That's just not the way to do it. Right. You know, that just was never the way to do it. I just want a tweet that will be on your timeline scrolling through, but that's like going to delete in three hours. Because it just just says, hey, I'm live on Twitch. After three hours. I know, but just don't make me... (sighs) But just don't make me. I'm sure there's a there's a pro. I mean, girl, let a me program? tell you. Let me tell you the best thing that we ever did was delete our tweets. Like I mass, know for sure that's the best thing you ever did. Mass delete, honey. <laughs> honey, let me tell you because like of all all of these motherfuckers on like Drag Race or whatever, like people like digging up problematic shit. Like oh. there is shit that I said that I do not agree with now. But I was like a 12 year old edge lord on the internet. And I was like, that is not how I feel now. And luckily, I was smart enough to, like, scrub that shit clean because, girl. But, like, also, there are people on the Internet who, like, still agree with those opinions of shit they said in the past. But anyway, it's good. It's it's good to go and purge your social media posts for things. It's like, you know, having a really shitty Tumblr back in the day. And you were an idiot 10 years ago because you were immature. And you just, it's not you anymore. Anyway, um, dis- disappearing tweets? Vulnerable. <laughs> wow. I'm so glad She's I'm vulnerable. irrelevant. I'm so glad I'm, no- I'm a nobody on the internet. It's the best thing in the entire I'm world. Like just on that cusp of like not being somebody, but like almost being somebody. Right. Like, like Kathy Griffin, my life on the D list. Yeah, but uh, that was always, she was always famous. She was always Hollywood. That's true. Yeah. I guess. But I mean, I guess you can be D-list in Hollywood, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I'm like our list. Right. It's like you were taking out the dumpster trash of the people that were D-list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, though. Okay. I think you just have to, I think you just can't be afraid. I feel that. I don't know. It's the whole anxiety thing where like this happens and like you say, and What's going to happen from that? Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What's the what's the worst case scenario? Someone says this about me and blank ramifications. Yeah. But like think about your worst ramification and it's like, I'll be alive. I'll be living here. Right. It's fine. I'm living. Honey, she's living Not that large. I plan on saying anything awful, obviously. I cannot but... wait, wait for Joe to just start. <laughs> I know. I don't. Spewing shit. That stuff doesn't even. It, it's not part of who I am in the first place. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying if someone ever tried something with you, you know what I mean? Honey, don't could, try me. Well, it depends on what it is because there's some things, you know, you should obviously address. But then some. T- I'm not talking about the things that you need to address and grow as a person. I'm talking about the things that people just try to say about you. Do you right. know what I mean? Right, right, right. Just like inconsequential, hateful, mean things. Joseph Birdsong's a big poopy head. Exactly. And you're like, okay. It's weird. It's like, I know you're not watching Drag Race because you have taste. 
and you're doing better things with your life right now. But every year it gets worse. Like the crazy, like young fans, like spew, like actual racist, hateful death threat things to these queens on the show. And I just, I don't understand the concept of, like, I understand, like, talking in your insular bubble with your friend group about, you know, how you really, how you hate this queen or whatever. And like, and that's, I, I can deal with that. But like, when you are spewing that hate out in a public sphere and actually atting that queen on Twitter so they see this hateful, like, what are you getting out of this? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'll never understand that. Like, I understand gossiping with your inner circle and your friends, but like, uh, that's, it's the, those are the cops trying to come after me now because the, the, it's, the, <laughs> It's the gay Twitter police telling me, you know, I that feel they're like getting we always censored. We always hear at least one siren from my side during the podcast, but my microphone faces away from it. So it's oh, okay. fine. No one else can hear it. Honey, it's um, just I just I think I am so far removed from that. Well, here's the thing. I've experienced a, a very low level of that in my time on the Internet. In your long me. career. Sort of just just like, you know. People talking about you who just don't just just people speculating about your life. Right. People like, oh, I bet this and this and this and this and this. And you're like, what? But I think it's just like nobody in the nobody in the world except those people who are so crazed and into it. See that stuff. Right. Do you know what I mean? You have to like they just they live in this sphere and they just feed and feed and feed off each other Mm -hmm. until it's like. This the fear the sphere explodes. They all implode on each other. Right, it, you know? it turns into its own monster. I think you just have to like not even look at that. Right, and it's hard for people Which, not to. No, I yeah, I agree. But a- anyway, if you're if you're a, a drag race fan and you have something, and it's interesting because all these like you know shitty fans um, hide it under the guise of like shade. It's like calling someone a fat bitch and to kill themselves. On Twitter isn't shade, Linda. You're an idiot. Yeah, that's just, yeah, you just, you don't need to have social media. Although you could, you, I mean, if you at me and call me a fat bitch, like I, I need the engagement. So if you just direct that hate towards me, call me Candy Muse. I'll just, I'll roll, I'll roll in it like a pig and shit. Do you I'm ever. I'm so alone. Do you ever click on the trending topics and just report people? Cause I do. Um, I have before, but like, I feel like I'm doing it. I, I don't know. It, it depends on how bored I am that day. You to get be a response from Twitter that's like, we found out that they did violate her. And I'm like, I knew it. Right. I, I do love that. I do love I the, knew they were violating the terms. Right. The um uh what's what's the word? The terms and conditions? No, like when when something happens and, and you were right. What's the word for that? I told you so. Yes. The there's a word. It's very well, and it's not even. I don't. I don't talk to these people, and it's usually political ones too. Like if oh, I yeah, click yeah. on an AOC trending topic, it's full of garbage. You know, garbage. Mm-hmm. And so I'll, you know, I'll report the racists. I'll report the sexists. That type of behavior. Obviously, not you know getting into it with anybody. I don't reply to anybody. But it's you know they just need to be stopped. Right. They just need that voice. That voice is not and it's not it's not canceling someone when you delete when you take away their social media. That's a consequence. Mm -hmm. That's a consequence of an action that you decided to do. You decided to be a shithole. Right. And this is the consequence. You're not getting canceled, but you can't do it here. Not here. Not here. Patty, don't start. Anyway, I love it. And then like a few days later, you get that little thing in your mentions and it's like we've reviewed your report and i click on it so fast i love that um i love it too what were we talking about what was your article about instagram reels and it just wanting to be its own thing oh and someone else was like like in in tiktok there's a lot of editing features a lot of ways to edit i don't think reels quite has that level yet or has all the filters there's a lot of customization in tiktok yeah right and people were like oh a lot of people who would have to not have a watermark on their video. They're having to edit their videos in like third-party apps that have the watermark on the video unless you pay for it. And so like... It just sounds like so much people, work. Those people maybe can't pay for more than the demo version of their I, app. And I am so, going to make my first TikTok recorded in unregistered Hypercam 2. I am really into TikTok. <laughs> Do you know what I love? Girl, it was only a matter of time. I love what Genji... 
I love what Gen Z is doing. What, just being chaotic? Um, they are kind of like, oh my God. So I read this, I read an, a tweet. Was it the Bloomberg Opinions this past week? That was like, everyone hates millennials now. And I was like, join the party. <laughs> um, but they were like, girl, they were talking about like Gen Z hates boomers and hates millennials now as well. Like it's it stacked on. Good. We hate boomers. Well, I understand why the Gen Zs would hate millennials. Everyone, every generation's always vilified for not doing enough, even when we tried to make changes and nothing happened. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and even though we were really fucked over hard when we were coming of age, Honey. you know, like we went from being told we could do whatever we want and having opportunities to like having two degrees and working at McDonald's. Yes, basically <laughs> so. And if you work at McDonald's, you're not getting paid enough either. Like minimum right, wage is ass. It's mm-hmm. ass, ass, ass. So the the system we graduated into was broken from the top down. The whole thing's broken. Um, but millennials are kind of associated with Instagram now in the sense that like we're trying to make every picture perfect. We're trying to like snatch our face with Facetune, do all this, do all this. And Gen Z is like, fuck this, fuck that. We're we're they're wild. doing their own thing. Yeah, they're like we're unique. We're 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 wild. They're finding they're, their own place. They're wet and wild. And TikTok has been that place mm-hmm. for them to express themselves. Yeah, you know I feel like yourself. yes, TikTok is very Gen Z centric. It is it is it is a Gen Z platform. Absolutely agree on that. Which is why I don't understand it, and I'm afraid of it. And that's there what, are a lot and of that's boomers okay. on TikTok. I know. Yeah, there and are there are a lot you, of old people. It cringe. I, well, and not just because of their age, but because of the content that they're making. I don't have any problem with anyone's ages. Well, but I like like I've said before, I've already given the Chinese my, you know, enough information as they probably need. So I'm I am not going to be signing up for a TikTok account so they can harvest my DNA. Um, and I will be enjoying all the TikToks that make it to Twitter because it's a good filter for me. But if you want to be on TikTok girl do your thing there's just there's too much singing on tiktok for me to like actually jump the plunge and, and make singing. it sing yeah oh god the amount of like singing challenges that people do on tiktok oh I'm, dancing well they're singing and there's dancing and I'm, i haven't seen the and people expressing inner joy i'm not here for it i can't support it so i will be you know yelling at the sky on twitter so I've said my piece. Twitter is definitely my vibe out of all the social media. It's the one I don't ever leave. Mm-hmm. I go through phases with the others, you know, very well. But you all keep running back to Twitter. And I, I don't I don't know if I'll ever make a TikTok. But honey, it sounds like you're close. Oh, my God. Me blowing up on TikTok in 2021. I hope it never happens. I pray for your mental sanity and mine that it it's never happens. It's all just going to be piggy videos. Okay. That's true. Which I, can I feel appreciate. like if you look at your the initial algorithm you get on TikTok and you see all this creative stuff, you're like, I can't. Right. I'm not that funny. I'm. I can't dance. I don't have any desire to. I feel like as you get older, it's it's less about comparing yourself and more about just saying, I don't want to do that. I just don't. I'm- like if I were in my 20s and TikTok was happening, I'd be like, oh, I just I can't do that. I'm not that funny. I'm. I'm I'd be comparing myself. Gun to, to your people. head. Make this TikTok yes, account. Yes, I'd be you like, oh, bitch. I should be doing this. Why am I not this creative? Why can't I dance? Why, why can't I? Why am I not a thirteen-year-old girl dancing to Miley Cyrus on TikTok? Why can't I make a, a one-minute craft at a hot glue gun, honey? A, why can't I make bookmarks out of glue? Why are you not spraying your head with Gorilla Glue? And now it's like I don't want to. Right? It's like I don't. You don't need that. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm fine being an observer and someone who says. Good for you. Nancy Pelosi clap. Good for you. Good for you. God. I'm glad that you're doing, you're expressing yourself. Um, what are your thoughts on the girl that gorilla glued her hair? Well, I just saw today on Twitter, she went to that plastic surgeon and the glue's gone. Yeah, they finally got it out. It looks like they had to cut her hair. Well, she said something in the video. Maybe her sister cut her hair before she went mm. or something. Yeah, there she were a lot of a lot of attempts like, wish... before it happened. Yeah. Um, the public really turned on her when it came out that allegedly she was going to sue Gorilla Glue. Right. And also she has like... Here's my theory. Her bio in her Instagram is now like an email to her management. Like she's managed now. <laughs> I saw that she's managed. We love that. I, I have been an observer, but just... I don't know. 
I'm just a, an observer. I'm a very look but don't touch on Twitter and on 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 social media in general. I kind of am too. Mm-hmm. I am very look but don't touch. Right. Um. I like to be inaccessible as well. Mm-hmm. I don't like people to be able to get a hold of me. That's honey. That's why you have thing. me blocked. I do not like people to be, but and that's no offense to people. I'm sure you're nice, but I do not want to be. I do for not your own mental sanity, you don't want to be. I do not want to be contacted mm-hmm. ever. But yeah, it was um, it was but, very funny. You're absolutely right that the public very much turned on her after she it came out that she was allegedly going to sue. Well, I don't know. What's here's the, my theory. What's the theory? What's the story? My theory is, and I feel like this happens a lot. Someone gets famous for something and then they sue for something, and. I feel like maybe she was contacted. This is all allegedly and all speculation, and that's what I love. But it's not, none of it's true. This is allegedly. Mm-hmm. This, I think that maybe a lawyer contacted her on social media and was like, hey, you could sue them and get some money in a settlement. Right. She's like, okay. And maybe that was never going to happen. Maybe it was a smear campaign because someone, because they knew that uh, people were going to turn on her if it came out that she was thinking about suing and she never was. Wow. Maybe it was a smear campaign to turn the public against her. Maybe it was a lawyer looking to who was like, hey, I'll represent you for free because we'll at least get a little bit of money in settlement. Right. You know. And also so, the, the thing that you have to you keep in know. mind, like at the end of the day, whether, you know, she does sue or not, whether, you know, you'd think she is stupid or not for doing it in the first place. At the end of the day, she's a civilian. And the Gorilla Glue is a multi-million dollar company and fuck the rich. So like if you have an opportunity but to that's sue. Not, but you can't do that because that sets a precedent. Like, yes, fuck the rich. <laughs> Absolutely. But this is not what to fuck them for. Right. right. You want to fuck this them for actual This is not the way problems. to fuck them because if this is the way to fuck them, then everybody can do this. Right. Everybody's you know going mean? to be putting all the products in their hair. Hot glue. There, the laws should be Cement. changed to fuck them. This is, you know. I just don't think of the way is by doing something careless and, you know. And it wasn't specified, don't put this in your hair on the bottle. It wasn't? Is that what you said? I mean, I'm assuming it, it was. It says, like, don't put it on your skin or something. Right. I don't know. Regar- I mean, regardless, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know. I'm glad she got it out of her hair. Right. I wish her the best. I do wish her the best. Oh, my God. I can't I even imagine. I do wish her the best. Because it, ugh. I, I'm sure uh, I'm sure she just felt awful and I'm sure she panicked and I just can't imagine like how that would have felt just awful. Anyway, yeah. what else do you have? Um, cheese. I mean, it's it's a little early. Well, we can do cheese. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could ask you if you're doing anything for Valentine's Day, but I already know the answer. Yes, of course I am. <laughs> With my significant other, my right hand. Of course. Um, when is Valentine's Day? The 14th? What is today? The 11th? Yeah, today's the 11th. Yeah, for, for, Laura Croft's birthday is February 14th. She was born on Valentine's Day. Uh, she I mean, she's would. not real, but her digital self. What that's a little when bitch. her birthday is, is. Sis, that just makes it so that if you don't want to celebrate Valentine's Day, you can celebrate her birthday. Right. Are you going to celebrate her birthday instead of Valentine's Day? I don't think we're doing anything. I mean, there's nothing to do. Obviously, right. we're not going to leave the house, go into the world, go to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's going and cough um, on some people. So it's Sunday. No, we're we're going to the gym at noon. The gym downstairs where oh, it's only we us love there. muscle gays. <laughs> they, oh my god, me and Justin are about as far away from muscle gays. We're like just trying to manage gays. I love that okay? honestly. Nothing we're turns like me just on more trying to keep than someone who's average struggling at the gym. We are just trying to keep our heart rates to a resting point so that the doctors does, doesn't get concerned. Right. Do you know like, what I mean? Your resting heart rate sounds like you're having a heart attack. Yes. And we're just trying to make it so the doctors are okay with that. Yeah. You're just trying to be at a baseline. Like, there are no defined muscles. There, there, There is hope mm-hmm. is all there is. I love and that And not enough you. motivation to get there. Well, I can't but wait until enough you motivation to try. I can't wait until you make a, a gay couple gym YouTube account. Me and Justin are never going to look the same. I mean, thank God, because most gays that date each other twinning. look like brothers. So, you know, and maybe there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe oh, that's don't go there. Love. Don't. Because you love yourself. Go there. And maybe if you love yourself, you just look for yourself in other God. people. It's like someone looked in the mirror and it's like other people, these vapid gays who were jacking themselves off to like a mirror (laughs) image of themselves. Nothing creeps me out more than gays that look like siblings. Like it is 
revolting to me. I don't know what There's it is. There's that Instagram account that's like siblings or couple. Yes, siblings or couple. It is so fucking siblings funny. Siblings or couple. But it's usually all straight people. Ew. Yeah. Sorry, straight people that are straight listening. People, straight people also date people that look just like them. Well, I'm, I like throwing hate in my own community because I'm a bad The person. way that I looked for the exact opposite of me, I needed to get really far away from myself. Girl, that's what I do. I don't like myself enough to look for someone that looks like me. Like, I'm looking for like a hairy lumberjack. Call me. So you're twin? No, I'm not. I'm not hairy or a lumberjack. I have hairy legs. That's about it. I can't grow facial hair. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like you're always wearing pants. Your leg hair. <laughs> but then shirtless, topless from the waist up. And meanwhile, Joe just got done, done nairing his entire body. <laughs> naked mole rattler. Yeah, we didn't do the podcast yesterday. I shaved my whole body. I love that for you. Wish there's not, there wasn't much to shave. Well, yeah, because you don't have much of a body. I'm just ready to slip it. Let You're me so tell you, though. skinny. Mm, so, you know, I, I buzz my head. Mm-hmm. All the, you know. Because we love prison fashion is in. And normally I do like shorter on the sides than on the top. You know, like the so it looks like it has at least some sort of sense of style. Mm. But it's like the it's negligible because I wear a hat anyway. Right, right. But this week I was like, or this time I was like, let's just I'm just doing the whole thing. I'm tired today. So I just did the whole thing with a really short guard. Like, you know, see the skin, there's see through the hair guard. You know, I love that. The smallest one. But then I was washing the guard. And I realized I'd missed a spot on the the crown of my head. And I forgot to put the guard back on. (laughs) And you just buzzed it straight to the scalp. Straight to the scalp, right on the top. So I kind of look like a fryer. Oh, I love that. Like, I look like, not only do I have a receding hairline, but also a bald spot. Girl, thank God we're in a pandemic where the public doesn't have to see you. Well, thank God I don't have a job where I, like, have to show my head. Right. I'm ready for you to become a complete, like, VTuber or whatever. V streamer, I would love that. Well, you already attempted with the pickles. People come to see my face with the the pickle streams. Yeah, which I can't do anymore because Snapcam doesn't work with my DSLR. Wow, RIP Pickle Joe. We hardly so I have to you. always look on point. Wow, it's all about the looks. The it takes pressure. You three hours you know? to get ready to be in front of the camera. Um, it. Cheese. It's cheese of the week. Okay, so I was running around in Elder Scrolls Online a couple days ago. Which I, don't know I run around is, every day. I don't know where this is going, but I know it's going to have nothing to do with cheese. And so there's zone chat. So when you're in each zone, everyone in that zone can chat with each other. Mm. And so someone said, so there are five guild slots. You, are, you can join up to five guilds. I'm in like, mine are finally f- filled up. This was like my last or second to last guild slot. And people will advertise their guilds in zone chat. And someone was like, do you like cheese? Join oh, our guild. Honey. And I said, ah. And I requested immediately. I just got accepted. Talk about a siren song. I don't think they even really talk about cheese. That was just like their hook. Mm, do you like they got cheese? You. We they, like cheese. They got you, girl. They reeled you straight in. They reeled me straight in. Oh, my alarm's going off. Sorry. I took my pills. Wow. Well, someone's responsible. I don't take my pills for another hour. So I set my alarm for one, but I take them at 11. Okay. So I like to be early. God, you're a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you joined this cheese guild. Have you ever talked I about cheese, cheese with this guild? guild? I said hello when I joined, and then I never said anything else. Mm. I think I'm just going to use them for like the guild trader. Like gotcha. each guild has like guild trader and like a guild, uh, you know, it's just nice to be in them sometimes. Mm. You okay. can teleport to them with some add-ons to save you some gold. It's just very convenient to be in a guild. Oh, I had a question for you. So news came out, uh, was it sometime last week that like Stadia disbanded their like internal development team after like three days or whatever? Do you think this means- Oh, yeah. Does you think this means that, that Stadia is going to go under? No, I think they're just not, they're just not doing first party anymore, which right. I didn't even know they were doing first party. I didn't know they were either, but people were mad about it. In the it. first place. Well, the thing is, is they harvested I'd, a lot of like really good developers and because it's Google, they didn't do anything oh. with them because they do everything half-assed and then they, you know, so it just well, kind of sucked for the devs. But that's like what Amazon did. Amazon's trying to make first party games and it, from all the articles that have come out, it has been a disaster. Yeah, it's almost like, like they've these... canceled two of them and one of them's like teetering. Yeah, it's almost like these and multi- it's pouring like millions in and nothing's and they poached all of these uh, great devs 
and it's just crashing. Yeah, it's almost like these multi-billion dollar search and commerce companies know nothing about game design. I mean, literally. Hmm. I think they should. I love what they're doing, though. I love the concept of Amazon Luna and Stadia. Cloud hmm. gaming, I think, is the next thing yeah, girl. that more people are going to have. But no, I think Stadia is around. They're just going to keep doing third parties. They were really successful when Cyberpunk came out because that was the best way to play it was right. Stadia. Yep. It didn't crash. Do people even play Cyberpunk anymore? Or were people just angry that all of the there were too many bugs and so everyone quit? Let me tell you, I got to the very last part of the storyline and I didn't even do it because I hated it so much. Damn. I Because like I know so many people that were like on the Cyberpunk train and now like every time I log into Twitch... None of the streamers that I follow are ever playing cyberpunk. It's like it's a dead game. It's well, a lot of streamers mostly play like multiplayer stuff. Right. All so the days are playing it, Dead it by Daylight. Never had, yeah, it never had a huge chance right. to stay for like staying power. But like it's already on sale some places. Yeah, like, it's crazy. It's, girl, flop. It just, yeah. Flop Tina Legend, I, girl. The world is garbage. Um, if I could be so bold as to say... I don't give a shit about the world building in cyberpunk. <laughs> I don't give a shit the about cyberpunk. The storyline is shit. They just use sex to be edgy in it. Meanwhile, like, I'm still everything playing. Everything is sex. Because the the edgiest thing that straight people can think of is sex being sex being everywhere. Meanwhile, it already is That's IRL. It. Hello. Well, that. But like. Y'all, y'all can play cyberpunk. Meanwhile, I'm on my MS-DOS computer playing Mahjong. Okay. I still don't know how to play Mahjong. I don't either. I just like the word Mahjong. I'm actually playing Spider Solitaire. I don't know how to play that either. Girl. Why would you make Solitaire more complicated? Read a book. <laughs> Spider Solitaire for dummies. <laughs> Speaking of um, games, are you going to get the um, Super Mario 3D World Bowser's Furry? Yes, it looks like so much fun. I didn't get to play the Wii U because obviously I didn't have a Wii U. Girl, I was one of three people that bought a Wii U and I and I got Super Mario 3D World and it's a very fun game. What I didn't realize is that Bowser's Fury is like literally like a whole different game. Like yeah. it, it, it's not even DLC. It's like a full fucking game that's like the camera's different, the engine's different. Like you're getting two games in one. I was like, oh, this is a good deal. That's a Borgen. It's a Borgen. It's probably like $60, but like, you I mean... Probably. It's, a, it's really maybe, fun. I'd recommend it. Maybe I'll, for I'll the first time, it. $60 is a good price, mm-hmm. maybe, for two games. Um. Oh, sorry. I was seeing if my... It's it's snowing currently, and we have shitty weather, mm. so my roommate messaged me. I thought that she got stuck, but no, she just... She went into work early. Everything's fine. Um. But no, I think I'm going to get that. But that isn't our favorite thing. Should we get into our favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. So do you have you a good... go first. Okay, I was going to ask if you had a good no. one. I'm assuming you don't. No. <laughs> um, no. I actually have a good one. Uh, once every six months, I have something that's good. But it's it's something that everyone else has watched, and I finally got around to watching it. My favorite thing this week is the New York Times Presents Episode 6, Framing Britney Spears. Have you seen this? I haven't seen it, but it's on my watch list. I, I know all about the Free Britney movement. It's something I've been deep into. She's deep. Um, She's so deep. But I'm always ready to hear more. So I didn't know much about this. Like, people were talking about this documentary. Oh, excuse me. She's gassy. Like I said, like, 40 minutes ago, she's gassy. Um, First thing I didn't realize is I thought this was, like, a standalone, like, documentary. No, it's part of a series by the New York Times. And each episode is, like, a mini documentary. So this this episode, which is episode six um, of the Hulu FX series, um, which is called The New York Times Presents. So the sixth episode of this series is about Britney Spears, and it's called Framing Britney Spears. And with the title Framing Britney Spears, I was like, what are you framing her for? Murder? I was very confused by the title. But it's it's a, it's Framing Britney Spears' life. It's like, that's what it means. And I, I everyone watched it. Um, everyone was talking about it last week. And of course, I'm you know late to everything. My friends watched it. They said it was really good. So finally, last night, after I got done piecing my entire life together on my computer, after I got done eating a whole fucking cheese pizza because I was sad, I watched it and it was really, really good. Because as someone that grew up with Britney Spears, um, a lot of the shit that she like, a lot of the turmoil that she went through with the paparazzi and kind of like mental breakdowns and stuff, I was young um, and so it wasn't like I didn't really understand what was happening at the time. And I and the world was definitely very different. We were very vicious towards celebrities. Paparazzi and um, tabloid magazines were like way, 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 way bigger, more of a 
you know, of a of a money thing than they are now. And going back and just kind of re like reanalyzing what Britney Spears had gone through from a child up until now and seeing like the absolute amount of torment that she received from the general public was really eye opening to me, to be honest, because like I knew that Britney Spears wasn't like treated very well, but like I hadn't, you know. I didn't independently, I hadn't independently gone back and like relived those moments of like when she shaved her head or when, you know, she, there were pictures of her driving with a baby on her lap and like all of these things, you know, her, you know, with the the infamous moment with her and the umbrella, like all these different things. And it's, it's, I think it's called framing Britney Spears because you're reframing how she got to that point. And like how she fucking snapped. And then it goes into like the obviously the whole free Britney movement about her conservatorship and her dad and how her dad's like kind of a piece of shit. And like the whole family dynamic. And it was really interesting. They could do a whole like multi-episode series on this. But um, the episode was like an hour 15, hour and a half long. So it's a decent chunk of time. Um, but I feel like that was really well done. And I feel like that I, I feel like a documentary or a docuseries is always really good when you're really longing for more, when you're just like, oh, I want more of this. Because nothing is worse than like a Nexium situation where you're like three episodes in and you're like, I have six more episodes to go. Like, I can't, I don't want to do this. With the Free Britney thing, I feel like it was too short, which makes me think it was good because I was like, I, I'm hungry for more. That's how you know that it's, it's kind of a good situation. So if you have an opportunity or you have a Hulu subscription or FX login, I would totally recommend going and watching at least the sixth episode of the New York Times Presents, which is Framing Britney Spears. Um, and I've actually, I've been a fan of, of New York Times um, mini docuseries for a while. They put a bunch of stuff up on YouTube about like the AIDS epidemic and like, you know, other like things that have happened in the past. And I think that kind of that style stemmed into them having like a full length, like deal with Hulu and FX. Um, and yeah, they have had really good investigative journalism in the past and this is no different. So um, I totally recommend checking out Framing Britney Spears. The New York Times presents episode six um, on FX and on Hulu. It was eye-opening and absolutely awesome. And it makes me feel super fucking bad for Britney Spears. But she's an icon and a legend. So here's to hoping that, you know, she can get out of her conservatorship. She can be a free woman. She can have control of her own, her own destiny and her own business and her own money. Girl. How in deep are you with the Free Britney movement? I know you were, like, you're, you know about it, but, like, how long have you known about it? Um, I've been reading the articles about it for the past several years. Mm -hmm. I mean, about her conservatorship and stuff. And it seems like it's like, I'm glad this documentary's out. Like you don't want, there's, I feel like there's a fine line between like, she, what Britney wants. What does Britney want? Yeah. What does Britney want? And we don't know because she doesn't have a voice. And like people, I feel like it's good this is a good mainstream way for people to like know about the free Britney movement and like right. what her conservatorship is, what How fucked up she it might is. be thinking. Right. And I know her boyfriend came out on uh, Twitter this or somewhere this past week and was talking about her dad um, saying he doesn't have respect for uh, Britney's dad. Right. And then Britney came out with some stuff as well. Um, and it's just people... People really like to read into a lot of little things, which is interesting. Well, yeah, there's like... Like she'll wear... Like she wore yellow in one Instagram video and someone had been like, wear yellow in your next video if you like need help or something. And she was wearing yellow. And so it's... People really like to read into things that maybe may or may not have to do with anything. Like nobody knows. Right, but big picture... just she doesn't get to say. Right, big picture, there's something wrong. Yes. Small picture conspiracy theories. Where there's smoke, there is fire. And, mm-hmm. um, and you know, a lot of people, it's a, it's being a, a brought up like Sarah Silverman, her stuff she said about Britney, like get a, at the whatever awards. And, you know, like we were all really shitty to Britney yeah, Spears. Yeah, so fucking bad. Like she like, was such so a punching bad. bag for so long. Like, and I don't like, know how she didn't fucking kill herself, honestly. So many of us had like a part, had like a hand in it. Right. You know, like if we didn't say anything, we at least like fueled it somehow. Yeah, we by were consuming the, the media. Pictures, yeah. By caring, by, 
you know, and it's just, it's, you know, it if, sucks. If anything, bad. this, this documentary and like, you know, this, this episode of the New York Times presents, it just made me want Brittany to be happy and to have control of her life. And like, it's just, it's, yeah, I just, I just want her to be happy and I want her to be independent, you know, cause like if anyone deserves it, she does for all the shit that we've put her through, she deserves to be happy and to do whatever the fuck she wants. Honestly. Making a, uh, uh, let's see. Brittany was like the first music I ever got into. Cause she came, she started making music when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. And that's like when you first start forming your own music. Right. Taste, you know, kind of. And I remember uh, when Baby One More Time came out, mm. that's all we sang. That was it. And I, then, like, that brought around, like, Mandy Moore, Jessica Simpson, Pink. Oh, yeah. Um, she was like, a gateway. Avril Lavigne. And Christina. every single, everyone was compared, like, to Britney. Yep, she was the pillar. Do you remember? Like, yep. she was the, it was, which, I don't know if that's right either, you know. Right. She's her own thing. Yeah, she was the standard but, that we held everyone else to. And then we shit all over her and tore her down. That's what the public likes to do. Anyway, totally recommend. Please watch it. Um, anyone who is, even has an inkling about Britney, it's, it was very well framed and very well put together, in my opinion. So totally 100% recommend. Absolutely go watch it. Well, let me tell you, my favorite thing has to do with Britney as well. <gasps> uh, is it um, Radar? On my radar. No, but I love that. That's a good song. There's a reason why she released it six times, okay? I know. It's that good. It's so um, good. Okay, so, uh, you know, just like ever since we moved into this place, we have more room. We can have the record player out. Justin has been, he's got his whole record collection, and now he's started purchasing more. Mm. And they're not always ever my taste. Right. You know, there are definitely things that, sounds that happen in our house yes and so i was like i'm gonna buy my first records and i'm gonna bring some class to this house mm, i didn't know that they so, had hillary duff on vinyl uh they actually do and that's one of the ones i bought <laughs> what so why don't you shut your mouth and they don't have do you know what they not they don't have her best cd which is her dignity album they just that one of the only hillary duff albums that's not on vinyl and that's like her best one, period. That's like a, that's my favorite album of all time. It's work of art. Point blank, period. I'm just imagining you taking a piece of like blank vinyl and whittling away the little, you know. I would. Dots and dashes so you can manually. Let me tell you, Hilary Duff co-wrote every song on that album. And the best ones are the ones she didn't co-write. Leonardo da Vinci who? <laughs> Dignity by Hilary Duff. Get the honey, go on eBay right now and do yourself a favor. Buy the Japanese deluxe edition. Do you wow. understand me? You get a photo book. Honey. Anyway, uh, I so the the albums I did get, I did get the Lizzie McGuire movie soundtrack. It's on two, it's a two album, two mm-hmm. records. Because quite frankly, Lizzie McGuire movie music slaps. And also, there an Amelie soundtrack vinyl doesn't exist. Did you know that? The fact that a Lizzie McGuire movie soundtrack on vinyl exists, but an Amelie soundtrack on vinyl doesn't exist. What I world know. are we living in? Literally, though. But the musical score to the Lizzie McGuire movie actually slaps. Like, I'm not talking about the the songs that are in it. I'm talking about the original score. The violins. Mm. Honey, there's their strings. The orchestra. Mm. It's, it is really good. Um, so I got that. And then I also got uh, my favorite Britney CD, Blackout. I didn't know they had Blackout on vinyl. That makes sense, though. Basically, all of her albums are on vinyl. Um, so I got, I got Blackout because it's got Peace of Me, which is my favorite Britney song oh, as Radar. That was Radar's first appearance. Oh my God. First Radar. First time it was on um, your radar. But no, that was like, that was her album she released when she was going through mm-hmm. the, all of the stuff. Because uh, Gimme More was the first single off that album. So good. Gimme More, Hot Ugh. as Ice. Uh, and I mean, it's just telling the last song on the album, Why Should I Be Sad? Right. Was a, a ballad that slapped. Truly a masterpiece. So I'm very excited. I'm very excited about, and that was where she, that was when she went like full electronic, mm-hmm. you know, like full on. Uh, so that was always my favorite Britney album. Uh, so I got that on vinyl. They should be here uh, by the end of the month. Well, my real question is, when are we releasing a limited edition Young and Free Part 1 vinyl? I would love that. We can do that. I don't know how or who would take us. <laughs> I don't know who I to get in contact costs, with. Like, 
it cost an, so you can get like custom vinyls made, but they're like $200. <laughs> like legitimately, like if you, if like I could get the Amelie soundtrack, I could say like, here's the music I want on the vinyl, but for them to scratch out the, just the one for me mm-hmm. is like 200 plus dollars. You know, uh, you know how like, how like the Beatles, like every 10 or 15 years, someone like remasters all of the old songs from the Beatles and makes them sound better. But like right. they, they don't like redo them. I want to do that to Young and Free Part One. Go I for wa- it. I want to like remaster them and make them sound just a little less like I did it when I was fifteen. I think they sound great. But you know what? If I don't have to record any more vocals, or we could do what Taylor Swift's doing, reclaim uh, the masters. Girl, you own the masters. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like to. <laughs> I want. I want there to be drama. I want someone to own the masters. Then I can. I can post something Sam? on social media, and then I could start a fight <laughs> with someone online. I just want to remake the mass. Oh my god! Um, no, Maybe. Young and Free Part One slaps. Well, if anyone wants a, a vinyl to for a coaster, I gotta sell the CDs. I've got a box of like two hundred of the albums. I know, girl. We're I gotta sell two hundred of these. We gotta do it eventually. Email me. We gotta get rid of these, girl. We got to before like our star burns out because it's fizzling. Honey, you think it's not already already burnt out? Hello. Well, we're like a um. What are those stars called that are like, they're just kind of like warm rocks. A white dwarf. Point. They're so far gone that they're just, it's just kind of like a slightly warmed rock. Hmm. Spinning rapid, spinning slowly in outer space. Um, Is it a brown dwarf? Honey, I'll, I'll give you a look at my brown dwarf. Bra- <sighs> Life cycle of a Never. star, red giant, planetary Never. nebula, Ever white dwarf. That. No, brown dwarf. Look at brown dwarf. Girl. Brown dwarf. Yeah, I guess we're brown I'm on dwarf. the Wikipedia page. A substellar object has a mass between the most massive gas giant planets and the least massive stars. So it's just like a little, um, it's a little warm. Honey, you're just a little warm. You know, go take your what temperature, you're a little this? warm. Um, Theorized to exist. They're originally called black dwarfs. Not around hydrogen fusion. Some of the cold, there's a cold white dwarf. Are they hot as ice? Hot as ice. Do you know what? The demo for that one slapped. I mean, the, the real song slaps too. Everything surrounding like, that album. I got into Blackout after my first breakup, which was like 20 years after Blackout got released. But, you know, sometimes it just takes some time. It's just the best. Um, So those are the two, al- two vinyls you got was Lizzie McGuire soundtrack and Blackout. Anything else? Those are the two vinyls. Yes. Well, Justin, speaking of the Beatles, Justin just bought some Beatles albums. Ugh, tell him that he should have had his Beatle phase in... I don't know, seventh grade when the rest of us did, okay? I never had a Beatles phase, but I i mean, my dad listened to the Beatles, and I think that's where Justin's nostalgia comes from, too, like his parents listening to the Beatles. Right. Um, my, so I remember my dad listening, like, all these radio stations, the Beatles would come on. And mm-hmm. so I know those songs, but I was never, a, I never sought out more than that. I actually, so my... My one of my mom's favorite songs is "Here Comes the Sun," which is an easy song to be your favorite. That's a beautiful song, and let me tell you, the reason why I know um, it is because it was in the Parent Trap. Well, let me tell you who re-sang it. So it was so who dated the bicycle guy who no married the bicycle guy, right? The one who was putting the the blood in him. What the one who scammed? Who was the bicyclist who the scammed? The one with one the, testicle. Zathium? Lance Armstrong. Hold on, who? Who was married to Lance Armstrong? I'm so sorry, listeners. Kristen Rich. Oh, who dated him? Then? This is not who I'm thinking of. Uh, is it? Was it Alanis? It wasn't Alanis. Alanis Morissette. Anyway, whoever he dated, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe I just made up that they dated. <laughs> she released. <laughs> Joe's having a, an aneurysm live on air, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. She released a remake of Here Comes the Sun, and it's really pretty. Oh. Anyways, I'm just gonna look up girlfriend. I. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. We're ten minutes over. No, 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 over. no, no, we gotta no, no, go. no, Girlfriend, Lance Armstrong, girlfriend, Cheryl Crow, done. Okay, congratulations. Lance Armstrong dated Cheryl Crow. She made her own version of Here Comes the Sun, and it's really pretty. Okay, I trust you on Bye. that. Bye. <laughs> no. Uh, did, did you have anything to say about the Beatles? Well, I was just going to say, Here Comes the Sun is my mom's favorite the Beatles song. And then also we had, in, um, I took an English class in high school um, and it was like a Holocaust and crime. And it was really very up my alley. Holocaust was ha- um, half of the semester or half of the year. And the other um, year was crime. And a lot of it was surrounding um, uh, Helter Skelter. What's his name? 
Um, Marilyn, uh, not Marilyn. Not Manson. different, different Manson. Still <laughs> different crazy. Manson. Charles Manson. Um, Charles Manson. Yeah. 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 So we like had like a whole Beatles thing and we had to do Protestant on that. So I got into the Beatles because of that in, in like freshman year of high school. Um, but anyways, that's that on that. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Da, da, da. Um, no after show this week because fuck you. That's why. No. We love you. No after show because we did one last week, but right. we will be doing one next week mm-hmm. uh, for the Patreon patrons. Uh, but I think that's all for this week. We will see y'all next week. Yep. That sounds good. Happy Valentine's Day, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to our wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alexander P. Allison B. Andrew. Andrew G. Ashley E. Ben B. Brat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Charlotte A. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Devoy C. Emily H. Javier. Johnny B. Julian S. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Manny G. Marianne J. Martin D. Nick I. Nikki Q. Pablo F. Rose G. Scott A. Sylvie C. Tristan T. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The Show.